And welcome back to Around Livingston, the podcast brought to you by the Livingston Parish News. My name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. You can catch this podcast via Anchor FM or any podcast platform that you use. They disperse it for us, except we're still lacking uh, Apple Podcasts. Thank them for that. Just a wonderful uh, wonderful vetting process that one is but eventually we shall get there uh, again the news is on facebook twitter instagram linkedin and youtube we also have a website www.livingstonparishnews.com it is five dollars a month if you're having trouble staying logged in please give us a call so we can give you a hand 225-665-5176 finally we have an app we have push notifications on the app. We'd love for you to check it out. If you don't want to pay $5 for the stories, we do offer up breaking news, uh, especially during weather events, traffic, that sort of thing. You can check it out there. If uh, Just swipe off the regular stories. We label them as breaking if there's important news going on. Today, got it in under 60 seconds, we are uh, covering what the schools do during the summer. You know, a lot of people think when they think school, school ends you know, right at the end of May, they take their tests, everybody just leaves, right? And these schools become graveyards. Not so much. On the outside, especially when you're so used to all the activity on campus, it may look a little dead compared to what it normally is, but there's a lot of moving pieces over the summer. Ton of moving pieces, especially with regard to, you know, construction, uh, contracts, uh, getting things set up for next year, training and we're going to talk about all of those things today after Kevin Fambro had time to sit down with several uh, uh, department heads and uh, people at the central office who try to keep all these pieces moving keep them together keep everything gelled through the summer starting next year and it's not just for the kids it's for the teachers too they have to make sure that all of these pieces all these puzzle pieces are in place for when the teachers come back the principals come back and this, and finally, when the students come back, especially for orientation, you know, uh, one of the things that superintendent said is we had to make sure the air conditioning works. They start school in August, which is a pretty important thing around here. Life without air conditioning uh, would be difficult. Um, and some people lose air conditioning over the summer and they know all full well that it has been difficult. So first, let's talk about construction and renovation. There were seven construction projects over the summer in the Livingston Parish school system. Probably the one that pops up the most is the STEM Center at uh, what was Southside Elementary on Range Avenue inside the city limits of Denham Springs. Southside Elementary and Southside Junior High, it was announced, will combine campuses at the old Southside Junior High location on Pete's Highway because they just they had enough room. Um, now, that old location on Range Avenue in Denham Springs will become the STEM Center which is a partial vocational center. However, there is con there's more construction that has to occur, but they had room for uh, to start classes there for pre-engineering and digital and emerging media. Uh, another thing that also came up with you know the mentioning of that facility was that a lot of kids, uh, you know, about eighty percent of the kids going through school right now are being educated. And in, in ways being trained for jobs that, that don't even exist yet. You know, there's uh there's the there's the whole timeline of it took sixty years for the washing machine to become a household item, fifty years for the television, you know, seventy years for an oven, and then six years for a cell phone, 
two years for social media. Life is starting to change at a very rapid pace because of technology. So the school system is trying to stay ahead of that. Uh, this will be sort of a match with the uh, Literacy and Technology Center in Walker, which also offers vocational courses, and uh, Walker High itself, which has expanded its vocational uh, offering after the citizens of Walker voted in a 14 mil tax to bond out money, and the tax will pay for the debt on the bonds to expand campus, uh, which has which has occurred, and they're utilizing all of their new space. So that those are things that are going on uh, in Denham Springs, uh, and vocation vocational tech and vocational courses have become more popular. Another interesting project from this summer, Morapaw, which is an, which is an old, one of the older schools in the parish, uh, had a complete real, uh, renovation on the inside uh, that was sort of spearheaded by Zyler Architects. Uh, it was interesting. Um, Mr. Zyler said that it was a it was a challenge, but it was a fun challenge because it was such an older school. Renovating the inside while keeping the same feel and uh, you know the the just the way the school came together. Was, was difficult. It was a challenge, but they had a lot of fun with it. And, um, you know, the, both Zyler and the superintendent are very pleased and proud of how it came out and how that school, uh, you know, advanced but didn't advance. You know, you got a new fresh coat of paint, a new lease on life, but you got the feeling of Moripaw and, and Moripaw School stayed the same. In Albany, several classrooms have been outfitted with... Um, you know, wall-sized whiteboards and smart boards. They're trying to increase the technological uh, advancement and usage in the classroom. Uh, so they got that approved through the school board. It was a small change order, but it was something they wanted to try. They'll be giving that a shot as the year begins and progresses. We'll be keeping an eye on that. Some other, uh, some other things happening at uh, seventh French Settlement, Seventh Ward, and Seventh Ward Elementary. Seventh Ward is still not quite complete, but they're working on that. And the Live Oak Athletic Complex. And for the most part, these projects were done before orientation, which occurred Wednesday through this Friday. Uh, today is August second, two thousand and nineteen. Uh, a total of 135 new teachers were expected for the 8.30 a.m. Uh, August 2nd, which was today. Uh, new teacher orientation that was given by Mr. Bruce Schaffen, who uh, posted some pictures on social media. Those were fun. Uh, but that's part of what goes into the summer is there's a lot of hiring. Uh, a lot of folks leave the system for a variety of reasons. Uh, spouse may get a better job. Uh, they may decide they don't want to teach anymore. Uh, those sorts of things. So it's uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, attrition and a lot of change. Uh, you know, 130, 135, excuse me, new teachers. You know, that's quite a bit. Also, uh, Kevin caught up with uh, Miss Summer Purvis, uh, who is uh, the director of the food service uh, for all all of the campuses, and. The difficulty there is that's a two-part issue over the summer. Got to make sure that you get all your, your, your workers back in, which is over 300. And you got to make sure that you got your food contract in place. A lot of negotiation, a lot of hiring and firing over the summer uh, to make sure that they've got everything um, in in place for the next school year to make sure that they can serve those kids starting on August 9th, which is the first day of school in Livingston Parish. Also, the superintendent mentioned 
when you're talking about bringing in these new teachers and bringing in all of these uh, these these faculty and staff, there has to be training. There has to be professional development. Used to be, there were two in-service days, one in the fall, one in the spring. And they were half days for professional development. They've extended both of those to full days for professional development. And they're very focused on improving the student-teacher relationship. And that those full days of training are supposed to help uh, with all of that. Now, when you're talking about student-teacher ratios and, and development and relationship, 135 new teachers. This is a, and that's not all of the teachers. This is a 36, a 26. I'm sorry. And let me repeat that. This is a 26,000 student system with over 50 buildings uh, for campus, for, for, for different campuses. Uh, that's 50 pieces of real estate uh, for, to teach the kids of Lewiston Parish, 26,000 of them. So that, 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 that kind of gives you an idea of the scope. I mean, it's no wonder that the school board has both the largest budget in the parish and employs the most people. It is uh, one of the larger employers actually in the greater Baton Rouge area, um, which is also interesting. Worth noting, 22 buses purchased. Now, these were not replacing flood buses. This was natural attrition in the transportation department. These buses, you know, the whole fleet logs over a million miles a year going to and from houses and homes, bringing kids to school and home in the afternoon. They require a lot of maintenance. The school board has its own motor pool, but it's very, very, very difficult. Not difficult. There's just a lot of wear and tear put on these buses every year, and eventually they have to be replaced. Also, they've switched they are uh, looking to purchase these buses, which they have done. They've, they've signed purchase agreements and paid for them, as opposed to leasing. They used to lease. It is now, uh, with their own motor pool, it is now more financially uh, a more financially stable situation to purchase them as opposed to leasing because you just never know how the tax dollars might pan out. Uh, one year you might have enough to make up for your lease payments. Another year... You know, letting one bus go may be a financial decision. I don't think they've ever had to do that, but they could. If they own the bus, that is a decision they don't have to make, which is a very good uh it's a very good decision not to have to make. So a couple of interesting things is you know, when you talk about school ending and then school beginning, for the administration especially, that doesn't exist. There is the end of the school year, which usually kicks off these construction projects, contract negotiations, and um, uh, uh, teacher, faculty, that kind of thing, hiring, firing, development, and those, those kinds of issues. And it starts actually before school ends the year before. Those things, uh, in most cases, begin in the end of April or May. They're usually 90-day processes, with the exception of construction, of course. That starts as soon as the kids leave, because they're not, especially not looking to disturb them during finals and or standardized state-level testing. So the idea is that, and uh, in you know, trying to get a head start on contract negotiations and that sort of thing. So heading into August, because if, on Tuesday they had all the committees for the school system met on the school board. And then on Thursday, they had a meeting to ratify everything, which, by the way, 
they did approve the uh, teacher raises of $1,000 a year and the faculty raises for $500 a year, or, or the staff raises, excuse me. But, you know, they have to get that process started to make sure that they've got 90 days to finish everything that goes on over the summer uh, for these schools. So that's sort of a, a very overhead glimpse of, you know, while teachers and teachers get some time off, not the whole summer, but they do get some time off and students, of course, get about two months off. The administration, uh, especially at the school board offices, continues to work because they just start having to gear up for next year. And that even starts before the previous school year ends. Last fun note, uh, Mr. Fambro asked several people around the Central School Board office what their favorite project was. A lot of excitement behind the STEM center that's going to be attached to Tim Springs High School. There's going to be a lot of vocational offerings there once the new building is built. They've, they're very excited that they were already able to open it up for first-year students. So there are students at Tim Springs High School that are going to be able to take advantage of that. Uh, they're not going to have to wait. And that made them uh, very, uh, it made the it made the school system very happy, especially the school board members who represent the Denham Springs area. If you have any more questions, this was the deep dive in the print edition of our Thursday, August 1st uh, magazine, which is uh, on shelves. By the time you watch this and listen to it, it will be on the shelves. You can pick it up there. You can also find these stories online, news dot com backslash news they were written by mr kevin fambro it's five dollars a month for online access that should be pervasive if you're having trouble staying logged in please give us a shout 225-665-5176 and we'll get you fixed up again my name is McHugh david i'm publisher and editor of the news appreciate you joining us today you can always check out our content on facebook youtube linkedin twitter and instagram we're posted in those places just as often as we can and as often as we have content for you and it is friday afternoon so this is going to wrap it up for us here at the news we will have content coming out over the weekend but as far as podcasts we've given you three this week we hope you enjoyed them you can always check out our podcast at www.livingstonparishnews.com backslash podcast you can also tune in to anchor fm if you don't use Anchor FM, Anchor ships it out to all podcast platforms for us. The only one we're still looking to get is Apple Podcasts. We're still waiting for the OK Go from Apple on that one. A very rigorous process. It's tons of fun. Again, thank you for joining us, and we will see you next time.